0: America, you can finally get the -the jack-in-the-box fries you love, Sauced and Loaded. Introducing my $3 Sauced and Loaded Fries, smothered in guacamole and cheddar cheese and loaded with your choice of tender carne asada, savory chorizo, or chipotle chicken. So go ahead, get Sauced and Loaded out late with your friends or the night before an exam or even after a terrible date. Yep, there's never a bad time to get Sauced and Loaded. Well, unless you don't have a napkin, you could stain your shirt. Try my $3 sauced and loaded fries today. New at Jack in the Box. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. Follow the (laughs) most Down to Donkey Listening to the wind of change. (laughs) On the summer night, soldiers passing by, listening Uh. to the wind of change. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first gratitude unfiltered. What's up, everybody? Wow. First things first. I, um, I, (laughs) there's a change for a reason. Uh, Good morning, John. Good morning, Brian. Jennifer, good to see you guys. Brian, uh, Stephen, great to see you. And of course, Robert, good to see you guys. Um, Today is a new beginning. Uh, actually, a new beginning started a little bit ago, but today is truly a new beginning, and there is a lot that um, is going to change. I, um, you know, for a long time with morning gratitude, I've, 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 like, I've, I've, I've had to hold back a little bit. Uh, good morning, Rachel, or good colleague. I'm used to doing this in the morning time. It's nighttime. Dadgummit. Um, hi, Heather. So, when I was doing morning gratitude. It, I, it is something that brought me a lot of joy because I love helping other people elevate their message and help, and help you know, it, I, I want their message to be heard. And my whole crusade and my mission in life is to, to elevate other people and, and, and to pull people out of the shadows and, and to literally go into the darkest corners of the world and and pull people out and 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 bring and shine the light and show the light into these dark corners of the world and like it's something that like it is the only reason i exist to this point it's not business it's not it's not love it's not anything other than that that is the only reason i get out of bed every single morning but over the course of the last month. I started to hear my, my whispers again. I started to hear. That voice that I thought I killed. You know one of the things that I. you I, I took for granted as a, as a follower of Christ. Is that I thought that my demon. Was put to rest. And. You know, I've dealt with spiritual attacks, but I, I I had not dealt with my dark passenger until the last month, in 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 a long time. And I don't know what brought it up. I I there's 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 you know I don't. It's funny. I got a job. I got a job as a chief revenue officer for a company, and it's very demanding. But I don't know where. This, the, 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 the passenger was triggered, but it started to consume me again. And even though I would go through the motions of trying to read my Bible and try to read devotionals and try to reach out to God and, 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 and connect with him. To pull me from this shadow, this darkness that I was in, the dark corner that I want to pull out other people out of. Here I am in it, and I can't get out. As you guys know, I was in the leadership, the the um, the Ascension Leadership Academy, and something that I was just very proud of of raising money and, and talking about, talking about freaking, you know, helping other addicts and helping people that dip battle with mental health and helping raise money so they can go to school and get trained. For the, and like, and be given the skills that they need to go out in life. Well, here's the problem. I, my dark passenger was around the whole time and I'm fighting it and I'm fighting it and I'm fighting it. And every time I would talk about the Holistic Learning Sanctuary, I would get like, like just I could feel it. I could feel my demon creeping up. It was a constant trigger for me. Every time I talked about it, it was like, it was waking up my demon every time. And I'm like, why is this triggering me? And like, I would talk about it, but so what I did, because it was, the noise was so loud. I started drinking more and, 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 and then, you know, and it was just like, And then all of a sudden I could feel the havoc starting to, it was all starting to like rain down on me. And every time I would try to stand up and do what was right, I could feel my passenger right there. The night of the fundraising event, this is two weeks ago, the night of the fundraising event for the Holistic Learning Sanctuary, which is the very last event that we were putting on to raise money for this organization, I was the MC. My passenger was creeping bad that day, talking to me, telling me all kinds of different lies, which at the time, you believe, I believe, I believe it was, it was real, it had consumed me. So I had a couple drinks before the event, and then all of a sudden, Karen and I start fighting. And unlike all the other times that we had fought in the course of going through the Ascension Leadership Academy, as you guys know, I have a history of violence, the history of, of, of rage and anger, and like and been to jail twice. We've talked about this. That night there was an altercation. While I'm emceeing, I mean, it was as I was done. There was a, an altercation, and there's some things said, and I responded in anger and pushed her away from me. Go on for the next day and all of a sudden, um, and then I find out that I'm kicked out of the Ascension Leadership Academy. I can't graduate, I can't go to the final weekend, like the, 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 the most magical moment of the whole thing. Being separated and kicked out and, 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 and away from my family, you know, my friends, the people that I've gone through this program with for four months, all it did was fully awaken my dark passenger. And over the last two weeks, I have fought. Actually, I can't even say I fought it. It lived in me and it took over me. And I did all that I could do to survive it. I've come to the realization through sitting and in, 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 in wanting to kill myself in in, in 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 feeling this pain, and here it is like I'm financially stable for the first time in, my, in f- years since I was homeless. I my daughter's here. Everything in the world is going right for me, and here I am consumed by my dark passenger, and I don't know why. So I allowed my demon to take over, and. And and I will go into those details in just a second, but the point of it is this. It's dark and as hopeless and as lost as I seemed. I, I, I remember seeing God. It was almost like God was out of the corner of my eye, and he was saying to me, I got you. I'm not gonna let you go. And at this time, you know, I, like, I really felt, like, honest to God, felt like I had lost everything. Like, I'd lost this, this family that I had with the Ascension Leadership Academy. and Like, the, all of these people that I was so close and so friend. like, I'm, they're my friends, or are my family. The closest people I've ever been to in my, the, the closest I've been to anybody in my entire life. And they were taken from me. With my own, it was my own crap. My own demon did it. But the fact is, like I, here I am abandoned again and lost and where am I going and feeling like everyone is gone. It didn't matter that the people were reaching out and texting me and calling me and saying we love you and we're here for you. But none of that mattered. None of it mattered. Because I couldn't hear it. I couldn't see it because my, I my, was consumed by my passenger. but yet I'd see out of the corner of my eye this light. And even just saying, I got you. I dove back into drugs. I had a night. Um, I gave in to him. And proceeded to almost throw everything away again. But even in that, god's like i'm not letting you go i'm not letting you go when i came out of it i go go to work the next day i go to lunch and i'm sitting there at this irish pub that's in mission valley eating lunch it's right next to my office and this lady comes up. like I'm, She's sitting next to me. So we're all at a bar stool. And I like to eat at the bar. It's just like where I like to eat. Because I like to talk to strangers. But this day, I'm like on my phone. I'm doing this. And I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to stare at my phone. She won't shut up. She keeps talking to me. She, like, she starts talking to me about vision. She starts talking to me about this. And she starts telling me things. that I'm going, who are you, lady? What are you talking about? And she kept talking to me about vision, and she said, vision, you, you, you have vision, don't you? You have vision. You have the gift of vision. I'm like, who makes you say that? Like, I'm not gonna give in to her and tell her anything. I'm like, what is this? And I'm heartbroken at this time because I'm thinking I gave in to my passenger. And I could still feel it creeping. She said, and her friend next to me or the friend next to her looked at me and said, you're in a lot of pain right now, aren't you? And I said, yeah. She goes, hey, I just want you to know that God's going to tell you why you came to California this weekend. He's going to reveal it to you. I'm like, okay. First of all, she didn't even know. She didn't know anything about me. I don't know how in the world she figured this out. Except for the fact that I'm now in tears because I know that God's talking through her. And I don't know how many of you have ever had that experience where somebody comes up to you and says... And just starts saying stuff to you that, like, how in the heck would you know that? Anyway, the point of this is that I knew then that God was there even more. Like, God was waiting for me. And he was not going to let me go. Like, I, I could see him even in the darkness... I could see him there. But it wasn't enough to stop me. You see, it wasn't enough. Maybe it was enough to keep me from going over the edge. But the fact is, I still gave in to it. But, here it is again. God revealing himself through other people in my life. Later that night, again, completely out of it, tired. All of a sudden... I get a wave hitting me of, of visions, of things, very, very graphic images of God communicating through me, only the way that God has ever... Com- when God talks to me, it, 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 one, one of two things happens. One, I can feel it so much in my, in my, like right underneath my sternum, in my gut, that I feel like I want to throw up. Like I, I honestly want to th- Vomit. That's what I feel when God... And it's a like a good thing. Like I feel God talking through me. and But this time I'm getting visions about what I'm supposed to do. So that's when you guys saw the post about killing morning gratitude. Because the one thing that I have not been able to do on that show is to really, really, really go... I want to remember the beginning of the show I said I want to pull people out of the shadows. I want to go to the darkest corners of the world and pull people out and I want to shine the light there. That's what I said. But I'm not even going I if I'm not going there myself in other words allowing my to show my dark passenger the light. If I can't do that, how am I going to do that? How am I going to go to the different corners of the world and pull people out? How am I going to shine light if I'm not willing to shine light on my own dark passenger? Here's the thing. Just because I gave my life to Christ, just because I do everything it takes to live a normal life, I have a passenger that I have to deal with, that I get to deal with. I have to battle fits of rage and anger and hate and hostility. I'm not sunshine and freaking cupcakes. I wear black all the time. (laughs) I mean, I smile and have a good time, but the fact is, that can turn like that. My fits of rage... And, and, and spouts of anger and confusion and, and, and the feelings of abandonment are something that's very, very real. The way that I have to navigate life day in, day out is exhausting. That's just when my, even without my dark passenger, that's what it's like for me. And so I realized that I'm not doing what I'm really called to do, and that is to sh- really show my scars. And to let you know that if you are out there also dealing with these demons, if you're dealing with a dark passenger, if you're dealing with other mental health issues, if you're bipolar, you're schizophrenic, you have PTSD, if you, if you have borderline personality disorder, if you see people in the corners, <laughs> if you, you hear whispers, I want you to know something. God loves you too. Like, even, 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 even as terrifying and as scary as it's been the last month and the last two weeks and as lonely as it's felt, I know for a fact that God loves you. And I know that he loved me because he didn't leave me there. He didn't leave me. Do you, there's so many times, there's so many times that I've sat there and told myself and had to argue with myself that, that I, I, I deserve to die. There's days I want to die. So, I don't, and, 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 and if you've watched, if you've watched Morning gratitude than you know I mean like it's not exactly a fluffy freaking show, but I realize that it's giving off the wrong impression of what my life really is it's dark sometimes, and you can talk about you and, and people can say where there's you know the the, the, the the you know darkness and light don't come mixed together bullshit, screw you, screw you you don't even know. I love Jesus more than anything, but it doesn't mean the darkness doesn't t- hang out inside me sometimes. It doesn't it doesn't mean <laughs> that I'm not hurting sometimes too or want to hurt me or hurt others. I So I just realized that I'm really, I have not taken the handcuffs off yet and been willing to be completely freaking vulnerable. I'm not doing what I was called to do. And the only way, the only thing I know of that scares my passenger is bringing light to it. Being fully exposed. Because if I'm fully exposed, that means I can't hide. And that's what I like to do that's what i like to do especially when things go south and here's the thing day in day out i don't know what's going to go south and what's not so i want to talk to you guys about borderline personality disorder having adhd is is like i don't i don't even like that's whatever <laughs> like I'm i i embrace that superpowers it's whatever it's great and I've talked about be having bipolar disorder, having superpowers, because you know basically when you're on a euphoric high, it's like you know nothing in the world can touch you. But see, I deal with borderline personality disorder, and if you don't know what it is, I'm going to read you a little bit about it just for just for fun. Hold on, let's see here. Number one, fear of abandonment. That comes. That comes. That's a very big part of it. Where everyone's going to leave you. Or you think everyone did leave you. You can have. So I can have somebody sitting right next to me. Telling me how much they love me. And I can feel abandoned by them. So when people actually do leave out of my life. you Imagine what that feels like. This is real. This is a very real thing that we we get to bring awareness to unstable relationships now i the part of this is part of this new journey for me is to bring it's not just it's not about me okay it, it is borderline personality disorder is not it's like the, me talking about this is not to make it about me It's to talk, it's also to talk about the people it affects. Coworkers, the people that love me. (laughs) Like my daughter and how she's been affected by it. Karen and how she's been affected by it. Every relationship I've ever been. Like I'm hoping in time that I can start pulling people from my life to have them talk about how it's affected them. Because the fact is that unstable relationships is like is number 2 on the list of nine things that borderline personality disorder offers i have not had a stable relationship in my entire life like not once my relationship with karen's not stable it's completely unstable and like as easy as it is for me to like point the finger at her and talk about this and that every day with me is a new adventure I offer something up different because I'm offering a different person. There's have how many of you have ever felt like this? I don't know if this is if you've felt like this or not, but I feel like there's two people that live inside me. Like real people. Real people that live inside me that have completely different views on everything. So imagine when it starts talking. Imagine all the times like you're in a relationship and you think that you have a healthy love and you have a healthy life. And then the next moment, it's all switches and it's gone and, and you've, they're, go- they're gone or you're sabotaging. Like Sabotaging success is like what I've done. And, 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 and like trying to hide it from it and put little neat packages on it. It's like, eh? what? No more. It's time to put the light on this. Okay? I I want to be... Like, I've got to get this figured out. Because this is not the way to live life. Like, I feel better today. I had went to church and felt great. You know, I've like had some amazing uh, uh, the interactions with Christ and the Holy Spirit over the last four days. And it's been amazing. That doesn't mean tomorrow that it's going to be there for me. It's, it's like, what a... So, unclear and unstable self-image. So, this says, when you have BPD, your sense of self is typically unstable. Sometimes you may feel good about yourself, but other times you hate yourself and even view yourself as evil. You probably don't have a clear idea of who you are or what you, what you want in life. As a result, you may frequent... You frequently change jobs. <laughs> well... uh if you can get one, um, you change friends, yep, pretty much. Lovers, yep, um, you get engage- let's see, uh, what else? You change religion, I don't really change religion. Uh, your values, your goals, and your sexual identity even changes. Now, I think you guys remember me talking about in the past that, like, I have HIV. Well, I got that from having very risky sex. I got that from being confused about who the hell I was constantly because I don't know. Like I truly and genuinely don't know who I am. I I mean at my core, like right now, I know what I'm what I'm here for, but I honest to God don't know who I am. Because it could change in an hour. That's the reality. This is that's the reality of of this thing that i that i have and look i'm a i'm accepting and loving of anybody and everybody it doesn't matter what your religion is who you love what you who you're attracted to like i'm not because here's the deal i'm not in the position to judge anybody like i know what christ did for me but there's days that my brain won't allow me to feel that, and and I I'm going from now on I've, I'm just going to just let it all hang out with who I am and what I'm what it is that I'm trying to do and like for the the better for better or worse I'm gonna expose myself. So out throughout, throughout the show. It's not going to be all about borderline personality disorder. No. It's it's going to be really a, a, the same show. Except that there's going to be an edge to it. And it's going to be more authentic. And I'm not going to sit there and pretend to be happy if I'm not happy. I'm going to be real. It's Again, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. But the thing is, is like... There's a lot of people out there that have borderline personality disorder that it it, it sucks for them. But here's the thing. The people that choose to love them. Even if they don't know how to love themselves or even accept that love. Those people deserve to have a voice here too. And that's what I'm wanting to do. Because... In you know, whether Karen comes on the show or Lonnie or other people from my past or maybe even somebody from the audience in which here's the other thing. You guys, like you guys here, I want this to be interactive. I want you to ask questions because if I can help shine light to what this is all about, then maybe you guys, maybe you would know how to love and support the person that you know that's dealing with it. Because mental health is a real problem. It's not just borderline personality disorder. There's a lot of things out there. But the fact is that we really truly get to be aware of this so we can lovingly care for people that are struggling. So if I get to be the, the victim or the, 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 the basically, the, hey, look at me. <laughs> Here are my scars and this is what we can learn from, then that's what I want to do. Because I want you guys to learn about this. So you can better understand what other people are dealing with so that you can be compassionate towards them and loving towards them. So, like, there's, oh my gosh, impulsive self-destructive behaviors. You, if you have BPD, you, you may engage in harmful, sensation-seeking behaviors. Basically being a, th- <laughs> being a thrill junkie, Right? Uh, especially when you're upset so in other words when somebody when I get upset or like angry if my my dealing with sadness is rage or wanting to make my brain explode whatever can alter this up here to make it explode that's what I'm seeking to do when things go wrong that is the reality and that is the reality for other people that are dealing with the same thing. Self-harm, suicidal behavior, deliberate self-harm is common. Suicidal behavior includes thinking about suicide, making suicidal gestures and threats, actually carrying out a suicide attempt. Self-harm includes all, wait, all other attempts to hurt yourself without suicidal intent. Common forms of self-harm include cutting and burning or just making yourself feel pain. I want to make this clear. I love Jesus and I still want to hurt myself. Extreme emotional swings. Unstable emotions and moods are common with BPD. One moment you may feel happy, in the next, depo- despotent? I don't even know what that word is. Little things that other people brush off can send you into an emotional tailspin. These mood swings are intense, but they tend to pass fairly quickly. Unlike emotional swings of depression and bipolar disorder, usually lasting a few minutes or hours. Very true. That's, that's right on. I don't have, so like when I've talked about having bipolar disorder before, I don't know why I've been, this, so I've always been afraid to talk about this, borderline personality disorder, because it makes me cr- sound crazy. Like it's labeling me as crazy. Like I don't know why bipolar is okay, but yet this isn't. Uh, Ah, it's just freaking insane. So um, the emotional swings, but yeah, they don't last. It's really weird. It's fleeting, but then they can go away and then they come right back. You go away and come right back. It doesn't last. Uh, Chronic feelings of emptiness. People with BPT always are, they talk about feeling empty as if there's a hole or void inside them. At the extreme, you may feel like you're nothing or nobody. This feeling is uncomfortable so listen to this this feeling is uncomfortable so you may try to fill the hole with things like drugs food or sex but nothing satisfying in my so for me my outlet was sex and drugs and intermixing the two that was my that was my outlet that was my escape and that was my way of trying to feel better dangerous risky sex because if it wasn't risky or edgy enough it wasn't going to do what I needed it to do which was to make me feel to feel just to feel something and that's and this is the dark passenger I'm talking about but it consumes me so to feel anything There is no hope for feeling love in these moments. This is a very real thing. And it's not fun. And it's not fun for the people in our lives either. Explosive anger. If you have BPD, you may struggle with intense anger and a short temper. You may also have have trouble controlling yourself once the fuse is lit. Yelling, throwing things, or... Becoming completely consumed by rage. It's important to note that anger isn't always directed outwards. You may spend a lot of time angry at yourself. Yeah. Self hate, very real thing. It's a very real, lonely thing. But never mind when you are full of rage and, 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 and anger, and then it's directed at someone else. It is a very, it's an out-of-body experience of rage that happens. And it's being completely disconnected out of of your body and not being able to control the emotions that you are dealing with. (laughs) And the last one, feeling suspicious or out of touch with reality People with BPD often struggle with paranoia and suspicious thoughts about others' motives. When under stress, you may even lose touch with reality, as an experience known as disassociation. You may feel foggy, spaced out, or if you're outside of your own body, as I was just saying. Like to so I want to I explain something. So as I was going through my, uh, I guess, encounter and i and i decided that i was going to you know try to hurt myself it was like i'm sitting on top of my body so here's my body and here i and here i am just like watching myself from afar just do this and do that and 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 and, and try to hurt myself but i'm watching like i'm detached from myself watching this happen and over the course of my life since childhood since my dark passenger existed since it was born. I don't know when it started. I don't I, 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 I don't know if it I mean I remember my first real encounter with it, but it was also the thing that kept me safe for a long time. Now becomes becomes the thing that tries to hurt me. But God hasn't let me go. That's the most amazing thing about this. For as empty and lost and scared as I've been, God didn't God never left me. God was right there waiting for me, protecting me. Because in this state, it's hard to know that there's a God. It's hard to know that there's somebody that died on the cross for you. It's hard to know. But he didn't leave me. The suspicious thoughts and being out of touch of reality. Look, look, it's. Someone asked me the other day if I or earlier today if I felt empathy. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, 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 I feel sad for people and. You know, and, and like when people are hurting, like I want to fight for them. I'm going to go fight on behalf. I want to fight their battles for them. Or if somebody is, is, um, you know, like for people that cannot help them fight for themselves, I want to fight for them. I want to be a voice for the voiceless. Like that. Yes. Yeah, I do. But that's fighting. That's, that's, uh, you know, compassion and just allowing myself to be sad. no, no. Like I, I and, and and it's something that I want to feel and understand. And and thankfully, you know, there is some sunshine and there is rainbows that I experience. You know, having my daughter in my life has been something that has opened my heart tremendously. But I have a feeling that we kind of deal with the same thing. So I, hold on, Chantel's saying something here that's pretty interesting. Um, Oftentimes, we can misdiagnose mental disorders as they can be dark entities, energies feeding on us. They can hijack our emotions and responses and create chaos, confusion, anger, rage, and many other symptoms that are similar to what you're describing. Yeah, there's no doubt. Look, I don't need a freaking diagnosis to want to talk about this. I I remember I remember going through ALA and one of the things I someone had messaged me and said, "Hey, um, you know you, you you have you have BPD." I'm like, "How in the heck would they know that?" You know, like because all they're seeing in me, at least I, I'm thinking, is that they're seeing this guy that's happy and blah 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 and and I and when she said that to me, I thought to myself, "God bless." Now I get to, Now I get to deal with this. Like, I, I thought going through that the, the, that academy, I was going to solve all my problems and get, you know, I'm going to be this emotionally intelligent individual. No, it didn't kill my demons. I thought it did. It didn't. <laughs> it just, it, it, it in fact found a way to wake them back, back up. And and I, But I realized at that moment, I'm like, God, this is what I've been running from. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to face this day in, day out. But I get to. And that's what gratitude unfiltered is. Is It's finding a way that through all of this, through all of the heartbreak that I've caused other people, for all the madness and the, the, the anger and the hurt that I've caused other people, caused to myself, gratitude unfiltered I don't need to sugarcoat this because I'm grateful for this condition. I'm grateful for having HIV. I'm grateful for my past of being in jail six times, of trying to kill myself, of trying to hurt myself. I'm grateful for those times because it does allow me to have a heart for other people. I do know to use this to, to, to just bring light to it. Because I know that bringing light to it is the only way to make it go away. It's the only way to heal it. It's the only way to make that pain joy. For the people in my life that I've hurt, it's for them To have an outlet and having a message so they can get the support that they need. Because unfortunately, people that are victims and the victims of people with BPD, which is mom, dad, girlfriends, boyfriends, kids, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. The victims, they do a lot of protecting of the person with BPD. They shelter them. They keep, you know, they try to protect them from the world. But yet they have to keep their own secrets and they have to keep their own voices muzzled of the fear of embarrassing that person or embarrassing themselves. Because why? Why would you keep, Why would you stay with somebody that has BPD? Why? Like, I don't know why anyone would choose to be with me. I don't know why Karen and I... We've had an off on again. Remember unstable relationships. We've been together for five years, but we've been broken up for half of it. <laughs> it's it just like it's it's, but she chooses to. I don't I don't get it. But the fact is that she does. But yet she's had to suppress her voice and take that burden on. So this show gratitude unfiltered is for you it's for you to have a voice it's for you to have an understanding of what darkness is and finding gratitude through all of it because the thing about it is if i can be grateful for being mentally ill if i can be grateful for for being homeless, for being, for having HIV, for having other mental health issues, for being a failure at most of what I've done. If I can find gratitude in that, then you can. And again, this is about shining a light on the darkest shit that people have to deal with. Like, physically... Trying to hurt myself with drugs, with sex, with physical violence, with not caring, running out in front of cars, whatever, whatever it is to just feel like something, like there's a little bit of escape from and a release from my body. Like it's something, anything. That's the reality of this and i want to show shine the light on it because i know that i know that it doesn't have a chance when it's exposed and the only reason the only reason that i made it through this latest episode of my dark passenger is because enough of a light was shined on it that people enough people wouldn't let me go. And it's hard to realize it's hard to realize that you're not alone in those moments. Even when you're I've told you like you can have someone right there telling they they, they love you and they're there for you and you feel alone. That's the reality of this crap. But the truth is, if it wasn't for the light, that little glimpse of light that was shined on it, I wouldn't have made it through it. So now, I'm taking the spotlight and I'm putting it. I'm putting it right on this shit. This dark, Passenger is going to have the light shined on it the entire time. I'm not going to allow myself to be safe and to hide because I'm going to be all revealing. And again, gratitude unfiltered. It's not going to be all just dark stuff and, you know, it's still going to be fun. But right now, I need you to understand why the change. Why, why did gratitude unfiltered become a thing? It's because my gratitude isn't sunshine and rainbows. It's not cupcakes and lollipops. My gratitude is a very raw and authentic and sometimes comes out of a dark place. Delight. That's right, the light that shines the brightest in the deepest shadows, that's right. And the thing is, by the grace of God only, that I make it through this. Because God put the right people in my life to help pull me out, that were there for me, that stood by me, that didn't abandon me. And, and I get, I get to fight this. I get to be a voice for people that have borderline personality disorder, And you know what, the thing is, here I'm gonna talk about something. So and, and for I'm sure there's some questions. I'm sure there's some questions about like well why don't you just take medicine? Because I don't take medicine. I mean I take medicine for HIV, but um like I don't take medicine. Because here's the problem. There's not hey Sabrina, there's not a real medication that I can take because I have so many other symptoms. Like I have ADHD, I'm dyslexic, I have bipolar disorder, I have PTSD, and and then borderline personality disorder. So it's either numb myself or live like this. You know, there's there's treatments and there's there's you know, and go to counseling and there's therapies, uh I forgot what it's called, dialectical or something. But the fact is that medicine is not an option for me. There's also drug interaction problems. There's like, there's a lot of other reasons why I don't, I can't just take medication for this to make it go away because the medication in the past is the very thing that made me want to go use drugs. And med, Sabrina's nailed it. Meds don't cure it. Do I go to therapy? Um, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm now interviewing people because I'm going to learn how to do this. Um, so no, I personally do not go to therapy now. But I'm going to look. I love your questions. You guys can ask anything. Um, it all starts within you before you can create a difference in other people's lives. That's right. And guess what? Um, it, like this is this is something that I'm choosing to do. I'm cho- I'm choosing to re- be all revealing because if I'm not, then it gives me a reason to hide. If you ever come up and talk to me in person, and I'm having an episode, and I don't want to talk to you, or I, I, I blow you off, or I'm whatever. Like, I'm like, that guy's not morning gratitude. No, because <laughs> I'm not a gratitude all the time. I mean, you know, I eventually find it. <laughs> but I wanted this to be a more real, authentic, and raw show. So sometimes I'm going to cuss. Sometimes I'm going to get angry, sometimes I'm going to be disappointed sometimes I'm going to cry and sometimes I'm going to laugh hysterically but the wave of emotions okay so I want to address something so Justin you're just you're new to joining this right now and you're absolutely right without my without my relationship with Christ I, I wouldn't be here but that does not mean that I don't have the darkness and that's the point of all of this. That is the point of all of this: is to say that you can love the Lord, you can love God, you can love Jesus, you can love Buddha, you can love whatever. The fact is that this is a very real thing. Like mental health affects people that have the best intentions. It happens to the best of people. There's people that you love. A, dude, you could totally do therapy at home. I love DBT skill groups, straight for triggers. Yeah, so I'm. I, this is what I'm going to look into is DBT. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Um, I, but I. So the point of this is just really to show you a very vulnerable, real, outlook on what this life is like. And. And, it, and it's to offer support to the people that are victims of it, or the victims of the people that love people with borderline personality disorder. And because I think that someone needs to talk about it, and someone needs to scream about it, and someone needs to say, this is a reality. Like, it makes me sick to know that some of you have this conception of me, that I'm some like, I, I mean, some people call me an earth angel I, like, or, 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 you know, people that think I'm just the sweetest thing in the world. Then I can be. But I can also be full of rage and anger and confusion and not trust you and not let you in and keep you at an arm's distance because I think you're going to hurt me. I think that you're going to abandon me. I think that you're going to break my heart. So I'm not going to let you do that. I want to show the realities of mental health by exposing myself in ways that are going to be really uncomfortable. But I know deep down that the only way that I can truly heal from this is to, make the, to have light everywhere where there can be no shadow. Because that's exactly what my dark passenger is looking for—is the shadows—and I'm not going back there. Come, <laughs> come hell or high water or whatever that expression is—I'm not going there. I'm not going there. How long have I been on here? What well, happened? Oh my gosh, it has talked for an hour almost. <laughs> oh man, oh. You have a chance to make a meaningful life. We all do. Here's the thing, so that's something else. Just because you have mental health issues doesn't mean that you can't have a life, and it doesn't mean that you can't have like love, and you and have joy. So I'm from now on. I don't know how often I'm going to do the show. I'm I'm probably going to move the show to evening time. I I I, I like this. I you know and. And I, and because I, I want you to see the other side of what can happen throughout the day and how a day can change the way I behave or the way I show up or what you see in front of you, it can dramatically change. That's, yes, Jennifer, that's the point is to bring light to others. And if I'm a victim of my own, you know, monster, so be it. But. The fact is, people don't have a real-life look of what this looks like. We have a lot of people that are really famous people killing themselves. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in insults and hardships and persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak then I am strong. Yeah, Yeah, Emily, thank you. Because this is the thing. I'm doing this as my ministry. I'm doing this with the full hope of being able to show that you can love Jesus, he can be your Lord and Savior, and you still struggle you still have to fight the devil and then, and then the, 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 the internal devils. And I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to talk about real life stuff and the quirkiness and the way I see the world. I'm going to be balls out. So a little bit about this. So I grew up, as I've told you guys, all of you that have watched this show, know that i'm i've been a talk radio geek my entire life like that is what i love and and i and i wanted to do this since i was a child and i grew up and i like some of the edgier people and i like being offended and i liked having my beliefs challenged and look i'm not seeking to offend anyone like this is to this is going to we're going to talk about some stuff that's pretty vulgar and, 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 is, and is gonna make people uncomfortable, but I'm doing it because it needs to be discussed. And and I wanna have a deeper understanding of what this is all is too, so I wanna hear from you. I want, I want to hear about your experiences with people that have your battled mental health, like the, the people that you've loved, or even yourself. Like I want you to be, have a, a, a safe place here to express yourself and, and to talk openly and share because you're not alone. You're not alone. You can be a C level executive and and, and and be have all the money in the world and have everything that you you know, that people assume is having it all. But you can have this too you're not alone and you're not broken either damn it just because you have mental health issues just because you have struggles just because you have demons and dark passengers doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're broken because you can still use that pain and that hurt you can talk about your demons by talking about them it brings light to them and that makes them go away demons like to live in the shadows and we're going to bring light to it on this show it's amazing, Julie that you don't have people like that in your life our imperfections offer us reflections without it, there are no experience exploration or spiritual expansion it's a divine gift Look, I told you, I'm grateful for this. I'm truly grateful, truly grateful that I battle with borderline personality disorder and everything else. The reason why is because it fuels my desire to help other people that are hurting, that feel like they're alone, that feel like they're lost, that feel like they don't have any hope and there's not a way out. I'm trying to, I want to be an example for you of like, I'm not going to be perfect, but I do want to be a mouthpiece for you. And so that you know that you can get through it and you are loved and you are lovable and you're not broken. You are, you're beautiful the way that you are. But if you don't use your voice, and if you don't speak up about what's going on with you I'm not talking about having a bitch fest I'm saying if you are hurting and if you're struggling with mental health issues and you're trying to hide them don't hide them reveal them talk about them bring light to them because that is the only place is the only place that you will ever find peace. You will ever find joy. You will ever find your true tribe of people that love you for the way you are. I'm so blessed with what I, I got to experience with the Leadership Academy because when I talked openly about being a, an abuser, what going from the abused to the abuser, and I talked about having HIV, that's when I found true love. And realize that people love me. And it's still hard to accept. It's still hard to accept. But they're not letting me go because people that love you will not let you go. And if people know what's going on with you, they won't let you go. The people that are in your life because they want to be there, they won't let you go. And when you aren't perfect and you do have a bad day and you do struggle, those people are going to love you harder. Or they're going to give you your space But then they're going to be checking in on you but until you use your voice until you until you talk about what hurts you and what you struggle with until then you won't ever find joy so use your voice and i assure you that you too will be able to have gratitude through the hardest and most difficult and most challenging things that life has to throw at you. You will be able to accept and love yourself for your imperfections. And you will be able to be thankful and grateful for all of it if you use your voice. And that is what Gratitude Unfiltered is all about. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. See you soon. Cabinets make a kitchen, and the Home Depot Home Services is making a cabinet makeover more affordable. Custom-made cabinet doors and drawers can be in place in just three to five days from the start of installation. And right now, you can save up to $3,000. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Save between $400 to $3,000 on purchases of $3,000 and above. See store for details. Offer valid through June 13, 2018. License numbers available at homedepot.com slash license numbers, including CA 602331.